you're born a beast. You're born a beast. You have no idea. You have no idea how unstoppable you really are. And this isn't some motivational bullshit. You are so damn indestructible. I'm going to start just cranking these out a couple of times a week. I don't even know what I'm going to call them, but sometimes I have these thoughts and I just want to run something by you guys. And then if you guys agree, great. If you don't agree, you don't have to agree. The point is to bring all the information up to the surface. So you have something to base your life on and base your decisions on other than the, the propaganda going on on the cell phone. I mean, that's the whole point of this podcast. It's the whole point of this channel. It's a whole point of everything I do is to give you guys the facts. If my opinion resonates with yours, then we, then we move forward. If you go, I don't, I don't agree with this guy. You don't have to agree with me. That's okay. I'm not here to cause battles. I'm here to give information. But I was thinking about how we're born and we're born unstoppable. Like we are, we're born unstoppable. We're born fearless. We learn discipline in the right direction during about the first year of our life. And what ends up happening is we catch laziness and procrastination. It's like a disease. We catch that later from everybody in our environment, people telling us to do less, people telling us to watch out, people telling us not to touch it, not to go there, not to drive it, not to move it, not to do things and avoid and mitigate as much stress and adversity as possible. Except all of that stress and adversity is what gives you strength. You're born a beast. You're born a beast. You have no idea. You have no idea how unstoppable you really are. And this isn't some motivational bullshit. You are so damn indestructible. Like your sister, you are born like you're, oh God. Your heart knows how to beat. Your lungs know how to work. Your nervous system knows how to control your limbs. Your eyes know how to work. Your skin knows how to sense things. You have proprioception, your awareness of yourself in space. You have a digestive system that creates energy out of things that you put in your bark hole. Like you have a brain that can learn at an alarmingly fast rate. And I mean, I read a study that said up until about six years old, all children are geniuses which means that all of these filters that are put in place are put in place by learning from other people. Changes the way you look at your environment, right? So it doesn't matter what you think or, or what goes through your head right now. It matters that are you willing to learn that there is a better way? Are you willing to learn that you can do more than wherever you're at right now? And most people aren't willing to do that. Instead, they come up with all the reasons and excuses as to why they can't do it because they learned all those excuses from someone else. You're born a beast. You're born capable of doing nothing but evolving. Listen, when they do a hemispherectomy on somebody, which means they take out half their brain. You ask me for the research study, I'm gonna have to put it in the, in the write-up underneath somewhere because I'll have to look it up. They removed half a brain and the person learned how to use their entire body, all their faculties, all over again. You'll see someone that's had a stroke hemiparesis, right? Half their body has lost the ability to function according to how they originally knew it. The odds of that person successfully ambulating, moving around their environment again are very high if the person like me gets a hold of them and says, I'm not going to quit on you as long as you don't quit on me and forces them to relearn how to do things. There's something called neuroplasticity. There's a lot of stuff going on that, that doesn't really warrant an explanation right now. The point is, is that you are capable of evolving from wherever you, wherever you are in the right direction. Most people de-evolve. You weren't afraid when you were born. You weren't afraid of anything. You had no fear of what you did. You had no fear of judgment from other people. You would go and hide underneath a dining room table and drop a deuce. Like, it doesn't matter. You had no fear. You learned that because somebody else told you to be afraid. Think about that just for a second. 
which means that most people have conversations in their head before or during whatever it is they're doing, and they do math, and they do calculations, and they do predictions on the outcome of their circumstances, the outcome of their actions before they've come to fruition. And if it doesn't meet the criteria, if they go, I'm not going to finish it by five o'clock, I'm not going to win this race, I'm not going to score the point, I'm, they quit. That in and of itself makes them quit whatever it is they're doing because they've talked themselves out of whatever it is they're doing. Instead of hitting the gas, they stop. And so you psychologically, when you quit, your body goes, all right, fine, screw you, I'm out, I'm out. See, you have to have the ability to go, how do I get better? How do I improve? How do I go faster? And, and some of you guys might hear this and go, this is a real big attack on me. Listen, you wanna ask yourself, why does this feel like an attack? Why does it feel like an attack if I'm saying, why are you quitting? Because when you were a kid, you didn't look at anything as an attack. So where did you learn? Like, why would you even think that? If somebody calls you out for less effort, for a, a, a poor job about doing something, and you get defensive and angry and go, well, that's the best I could do. Well, if you went out hunting and you had no fucking food and you came back with nothing and your family was starving and you looked at them and you said, well, it's the best I could do. How does that benefit your family? It doesn't. If you saw dozens of deer, elk, whatever the hell it is you're shooting and you didn't hit a single one of them because your skill set is so bad with a rifle or a bow or a slingshot or whatever that is the fuck you're using. If your skill set doesn't match the requirements to win, what do you do? Upgrade your damn skill set. So if you go home and your family starves to death, you're going to say, well, it's the best I can do. That's your best is not good enough. Your best is not good enough. But you know that when you're a toddler and you have all these people around you telling you to do less. That's why the 1% is the 1%. People get insulted. Oh, here we go. Guys talking about 1%. Mr. Uh, a douchey alpha bro, insta bro, whatever the fuck it is. Listen, maybe, maybe if you just bothered, you just bothered to pull your head out of your fucking ass and you actually looked at your life and what you are truly capable of, you would start doing it instead of finding reasons to avoid it. Most people are, they're avoiding everything because they're afraid of the ridicule and stress and the shit talk they're gonna get from everybody around them. They're not even afraid of the damn work. But then you start having conversations in your head while well, I'm doing this, but what's Tom going to think? What's Nancy going to think? What's Karen going to say about me if it doesn't work? They're going to make fun of me. Fuck it, I'll just quit. You learn that. You're, you're taught to avoid stress because stress is the cause of problems, but stress isn't the cause of a problem. Stress is the path to a solution. When you have something that gets in your way, you can either sit there and stare at it or climb the fuck over it or knock it down. But most people now are taught, well, if you see something stressful, it's something gets you really upset, just avoid it. You know what, take this pill, relax, do some breathing, sit around a fire, sing kumbaya, whatever it is you need to do, but you never attack the problem, except what happens when you have to. See, the issue is if you're spending all your time trying to mitigate stress and you're spending all of your time avoiding adverse, you are going to suffer a catastrophe at some point in your life. It is unavoidable because somebody you love and care about is going to die. So when that catastrophe happens, you're gonna shut down. And when all these little adversities show up and stressors show up in your life, if you haven't conditioned yourself and made yourself more bulletproof mentally to take on all the things that show up in your life because you actually look for them, you don't turn your back to them and run, you've actually created 
a stronger mindset. It doesn't mean it hurts any less. It means you're capable of taking it on. You're not crippled by failure because when adversity shows up and you've never had to handle a loss and you've always been given a trophy and you've always gotten a pat on the back when you've done an okay job and people have, have tolerated mediocrity, you get crippled by failure. But the problem then becomes you get upset because you think somebody's attacking you, but nobody's attacking you. They expect a better job. If I don't do a good enough job, I don't expect you guys to go, oh, this guy's great. Give him a five-star rating. I didn't deserve it. So don't give me one. If I do a great job, you know what? Throw five stars. Give me a thumbs up. Share it with some friends. Whatever it is that you have to do and whatever platform this is on. But you have to be willing to look into the problem, not turn your back and run away from it because you don't learn anything. You know what? You're, you're designed to take abuse. You're designed to take the load. You're designed to carry a cross, man. The weights make you stronger. The stress makes you stronger. The sickness makes you stronger. I said, you, I went through cancer. I'm still here. I didn't get weaker. I got stronger. I lift weights. It's hard. They're heavy. It hurts. A lot of days I really don't want to do it. Makes me stronger. The stress shows me what I'm capable of and I figure out a solution or my wife and I do. And then we keep moving forward. But now we know if something even remotely close to that shows up again, we already know we're going to win. That's why every morning I stack wins. 20. I don't even get out of bed before I have 20 stacked in my mind. Everything. Because that way I look at something that shows up in my life. I already know I'm going to be able to take it on and I'm going to be able to handle it because I've stacked so many before that even showed up. I do this all the time. I've been doing this since I opened my eyes after surgery in the hospital. It's not easy. It doesn't feel good half the time. God, 80% of the time, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't change the fact that it needs to be done. Why would you avoid any of the stress in your life? Why would you think that avoiding something that makes you upset, sad, angry, why would avoiding it benefit anybody? Instead, look at what is causing that. Those are just feelings. Feelings are always under your control. The way, listen, people go, th th these things are beyond my control. Everything, everything is a choice in your life. Everything, every reaction you have, every decision you make, even your breathing right now. Right now, everybody listening to this, watching this, however you are consuming this, you can all hold your breath. You breathe about 17 breaths a minute as an adult. You can hold your breath. That's under your control. But when you're not thinking about it, this entire conversation, if you're listening, probably aren't thinking about breathing, probably not thinking about your heartbeat, probably not thinking about blinking your eyes. But all of that's happening in the background. Autonomic nervous system takes over and runs the show. But when you bring those things to the surface, you can now subsequently control all of those things for the most part. Everything in your body is under your control to some degree, if not fully. But what I'm saying is when you bring it to the surface, you lose that bundle of conditioned responses that we become. And most of them are to avoid adversity. And you can tell yourself, no, I'm going that damn direction. Why? Because that's where all the scary shit is. And that's what I need to overcome. Because what's going to happen is you're going to live your life behind closed doors, hiding under a bed, thinking that nothing bad's going to happen. And then when it does, you're fucked. You're designed. Listen, babies aren't afraid of anything except loud noises when some asshole makes a clapping sound around them. But they're not, they don't really have fear. Listen, when you were learning to walk, you weren't afraid of the coffee table every time you rang your bell on it. You weren't afraid of falling down when you were stumbling around the kitchen. You weren't afraid of the tile. Yet it hurt every time you fell down. The point is you learn because somebody else taught you to think that way. You catch fear and avoidance like a disease. 
everything that you need to do is on the other side of all the shit that you keep avoiding because you're afraid of doing it. But what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? You haven't died yet, but you tell yourself, like I said, you create these predictions in your head and then you talk yourself out of doing something before it even occurs. Or you tell your, you get, you get totally defeated when you're about to do something. You're halfway through a task. This is the worst. You're halfway, three quarters. You're almost at the end. And you start doing calculations in your head about what it's going to take to finish. And your brain goes, yeah, but you're not going to finish in time. You're not going to have enough money if you stay at this pace. You're not going to finish fast enough if you run at this pace, if you walk at this pace, if you lift at this pace. You're not going to be able to complete it if you drive at this pace, whatever it is. And then you look at the finish line, you look at where you are, and instead of upgrading your output, you quit. That, the, the conversation alone is what's, what's keeping you from winning. And it's not meant, like, if you take this as an attack, that's, that's crazy, man. You have a decision every day. You have thousands of decisions every day on whether you run towards a gunfire or you run away from it. The problem is if you're always running away from the shit that's hard and scary, it's going to show up. And then you don't know what to do because you haven't made yourself bulletproof against circumstances that show up in your life every day. So if you, if you don't want to be crippled by failure, be okay with screwing up. Be okay with being shitty at something and tell yourself if you're in the situation and you're not going to make it to the finish line, whatever that may be, speed up, increase your output. It's the one thing that people refuse to do. When I work out, I try, I'll, I'll, there's, there's a song. I know I have one more round to do. Whatever that song is, I try and finish before that song finishes. Sometimes I make it, sometimes I don't, but I will literally kill myself trying to get to the end of that workout before that song's over because it gives me mini targets all the time. Like when, when you tell yourself that you can't and then you come up with all the validations that you're avoiding the stress, you're avoiding the struggle, you're avoiding all of the things that are going to hurt and be uncomfortable and it's safer, smarter, ask yourself who taught you that. Look around your environment and ask yourself who in your environment operates at that capacity because those are all the people that you need to get rid of because they're not serving you. Look at your environment and if you have the person that at four in the morning when you said you're going to the gym, and they show up at your house and you don't answer the door and they find your bedroom window and they bang on it or slide it open and smack you in the back of the head and say, hey, dude, four o'clock, you said we're working out, let's go. And they hold you accountable. Those are the people you want in your life because the byproduct of the people holding you to your word and making you complete the things that are a struggle and uncomfortable, the byproduct of all that is you win a whole lot more. Peace out. I gotta go.